Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello, I am Kyle Visson, one of the owners of Rise Up Fitness. And I'm Addie Clark, one of the other owners of Rise Up Fitness. And today we bring to you the Holiday Survival Guide. How do you get through those holidays? Well, not so much how you get through them, but how do you enjoy them, right? In this episode, we will go over some of the struggles that we all face during the holiday season as we try to balance our festivities while keeping our health and fitness in line. Right. So I want to start out with just a little bit of a study here. So this is pretty crazy to think about. Okay. So there was a study done in the New England Journal of Medicine that the average rate gain in adults usually happens, well, when it happens, is it during the whole year and the holidays? So looking at this study, um, the key part of the study that I really looked at was people between the ages of 25 and 44. um, And you're going to gain anywhere between one and a half to 2.5 pounds on average per year. That's not necessarily you, hopefully not our listeners in general, but that's the average American is going to do that year after year after year after year. That's the average. Okay. So then they looked at the holiday period as well. So they they um, used the holiday period. They said basically it was from the start of Thanksgiving through New Year's Day. And during that portion of it, the average American gains one to one and a half pounds per year. So more than half of the weight that the average American gains the entire year happens during this one holiday period. It's pretty crazy. So, and you know, if you think about it logically, a lot of you might say, well, yeah, I gain a pound or a pound and a half during the holidays. Well, and it's the winter. It's to keep you warm. It's the winter, right? To keep you warm, keep it on. (laughs) And that might not seem a lot. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, I'll gain a couple pounds over the holidays. I'll take them back off. But what this study is showing is, is that, that weight, maybe you put on even a little more during the holidays and you take some of it off, but over the course of your life, you're really not taking it off. The average person is keeping that weight on. And so even one pound per year over the course of 20 to 30 years, you know, that's 20 to 30 pounds. Or if it's a pound and a half, that's even more, 30 to 40, 45 pounds. That's a lot of weight. So what do we want to give you those tips on, or we want to give you those tips basically on how to just avoid that weight and not wake up on January 1st feeling like you took two years off of your life. Yikes. Well, now that we're thoroughly terrified about what's going to happen to us over the next <laughs> That's 20 That's our job. Terrify years, you and then give you advice. Into submission, right? Okay. Yep. Well, so we're just going to go kind of piece by piece and break it down because overall this season, as much as we love it, can feel really overwhelming sometimes. So what we're going to do is just go problem by problem. These are the ones that came up in our minds. We'll also have some listener uh, questions that came up as well and just kind of figure out how is it that we break these down and we handle them one piece at a time. So problem number one. Food, glorious food. Oh, my God. It's everywhere. You probably don't even know that reference, do you? No. What is it from? It's from Oliver. Okay. We'll get there. Sounds good. Musical. They have a version with a little kitten. Yeah, it's a good one. Anyway, so, so much of this holiday season is focused around food, right? Cooking it, eating it, sharing it with people, enjoying it together. Um, And if you don't want to totally, like, lose it over the course of this time uh, or gain it, so to speak, as we talked about, um, in the season of habitual overindulgence, what can you do? What are some strategies to handle this tornado of food that's going to appear in your life. So I think the number one thing is, is don't eat the bad stuff that doesn't taste good. It's freaking crazy during the holidays. If you work in an office and you walk into the break room or if you're at your friend's house or whatever else, you see all that stuff out. And you know, when we speak from experience here, we're not trying to, you know, sit up on our uh, soapbox and shout at you because we've done all this stuff and we've been experienced, you know, we've experienced this too. We do all this stuff, but we want to share with you what our tips are. So, you know, I'll find myself never during the year, but during the holidays, I'll be sitting there with Fritos and Velveeta cheese dip, Mm -hmm. scooping that into my mouth for no apparent reason, right? Because it's just sitting there, Um, you know, or that 
uh, popcorn you get at Bed Bath and Beyond that's been sitting out since last Christmas. Yeah, it's don't caramel buy corn. food at a place. No, for beds, caramel corn no. cheese. I mean, that has all those preservatives and stuff in it. Don't eat that stuff. Don't eat fruit cakes. Don't eat all that. Oh, and the store fresh bought fresh fruit cakes are okay. Okay, but that's still disgusting. But whatever, maybe whatever. fresh fruit cakes. But <laughs> or the holiday cookies. You know those frosting things, things you get at Ralph's. Those ones that come in the tins. Like that stuff is doesn't taste good, and I think you'll agree to us that it doesn't taste good. So why do we find ourselves eating that stuff during the holidays when we don't normally eat it during the year? Not to Just, mention that stuff that you a lot of it, especially that comes up right in the offices and stuff. People bring it from home because they don't want it anymore. Exactly. Right? Remember why you have these like pile it's not of lunch. Yeah. Santa, whatever. I mean, how many yep. preservatives are in those? So don't stuff, right? eat the bad stuff that doesn't taste good. In turn, we are in the holiday season. And there's some stuff that's not maybe the best for us, but that does taste really good. That doesn't mean that, you know, if you have grandma coming into town and she makes her homemade apple pie, or if Addie coming into town and I she mean, makes grandma Addie is it really grandma different? Addie make your homemade apple pie, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have a slice of pie, right? I mean, that's fresh ingredients, that's homemade, that's worth you know the exactly calories. You know exactly what's in it. Exactly, you know exactly what's in it. It's really good. Right. So. You know, people are like, I'm going to be good during the holidays. I'm not going to have pie. I'm not going to have X, Y, and Z. Or let's say, you know, like I, you know, don't eat bread a lot. It's not part of my regular diet, but I'm a sucker for fresh made bread. If someone's making homemade biscuits or bread, like having a biscuit or two, that's not going to set you off the rocker, right? Mm-hmm. It's eat. So if you're going to eat the things that aren't good for you, make sure they really are good and taste good. And that's, you know, the tip number two that we can give you. Right. Um, another good thing to think about is to make a plan. We talked about this a lot, actually, back when we were doing Simple 30. So this doesn't have to be the most detailed, like you look at your calendar and you color code every day what you're going to eat. That might be a step too far. But look at the events you have coming up, right? Do you have one family holiday dinner that's going to be really big? That's something to know. Do you have five holiday parties in a row? That's another thing to consider, right? Make a plan. So decide kind of up front, say, okay, it's my family Thanksgiving. I know that my dad's mashed potatoes are my favorite thing on the planet and my sister makes the best pie in the world. So I'm definitely going to enjoy that pie. I'm going to enjoy that, that, those mashed potatoes. And that's what it's going to be. But then I know that I have three holiday luncheons coming up for work and the food is not great. It's going to be that kind of processed crap. So maybe at those, I'm going to stick Stay away from them, right? right. So, so think about those things ahead of time. You can make a plan that way. And even if the plan is like, I'm not going to eat crap in the break room or in my office. Right. right. I'm right. Not, I'm, that's a simple plan, right? So that's something that's easy to do. And let me just make this clear before we go into the rest of these. Like having a couple like, you know, overindulgence or eating too much food or experiences like, let's say Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving dinner. If you eat two meals or even you had twice the amount of food or proportions you probably should that's not going to pack on this extra weight, right? It's the consistent mindless eating during this time. So get a strategy and decide what you're going to do. I'm not going to have crap in the break room. I'm going to eat my normal food. And you know, when there's something really good or someone brings in homemade goods, I might have a homemade chocolate chip cookie or whatever it is. Right. 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 And so another thing you can do too, um, is that if you're going to these big events or even if you're not going to a big event, but you decide that you know, you're going to your friend's house for Friendsgiving or something and you love your friends and you know, they're probably going to make good food, but you've got your family's Thanksgiving the next day. And you're like, you know what? I think it's, you know, this one, I'm not going to overindulge too much, but you're like, but I make this really, really good vegetable pie and I'm going to bring that and it's going to be so good. And it's going to be a little healthier, right? Than something someone else would bring. So if you decide that you want to eat this healthier food during that time, be the one to bring it, you know, don't expect to go to these things and find healthy stuff. You can, no, and you can make them good. So, I mean, Addie was just saying before the, um, before we started here that she like hates green bean casserole. And so that's one of those things like, Oh, that's gross. You know, and you can make green bean casserole. It's terribly unhealthy for you. 
and the green green greens are so cooked they don't even have any nutrients anymore. Mm-hmm. But you can also I actually make, like green beans. I you can like green right. Beans you can make a healthy versions of that that actually tastes really good. And you can bring those as side dishes. So yeah, don't right don't or you know that. even something that's like I you know I found this recipe for this uh, like vegetable like cheesy vegetable like baked dish thing mm-hmm. that the person who was writing it um was like actually if you want to make this a little healthier replace half the cream with you know broth with vegetable broth yeah. and there you go and when i make that at Sometimes home you don't even notice you know the right and then it's like okay well then i can bring that and i'm gonna have a big scoop of that and i know i'm getting you know a crap ton of veggies more so and then i'm avoiding the yeah here you go addy we made this just for you green All bean right. casserole yeah. and one other good strategy i think you can use too that people kind of forget is that stay in your normal routines. A lot of times there's so much food around us all the time that we don't, you know, forget that we don't, do I need to really pack my lunch? Do I need to do this? And that's when we fall into, oh my gosh, I'm hungry. I'm just going to eat whatever's laying around the office or in your house or whatever it is. Don't forget, make a healthy breakfast, right? Pack that, pack your veggies, eat your good food. And if you are prepared and you do have those good foods around you, you have, you know, nuts and fruit and everything else. It's like, you're not going to be snacking on that, all that crap. So don't get out of the habit time just because maybe your schedule's thrown off a little bit. Maybe the kids aren't in school or your, you know, work's not the same, you know, necessarily regimented schedule. That doesn't mean your eating has to be right. Have your meals, plan them. Right. right? And again, that's just brings it back around to, if you have a giant Thanksgiving dinner and it was delicious and it's, you know, twice the amount of food you would normally eat, but then the next day you go to work and you've got your overnight oats and you've got your salad for lunch and you've got all this other stuff, you're going to be just fine. You know, yeah. you're not, you're not really going to be in trouble as far as like indulging forever and ever. Right. Yeah. I think that's kind of a good one. Um, and then one other thing is that we always talk about alcohol, right? And I hear this a lot during people. It's like, oh, well I'm trying to be really good during the holidays. Like I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drink, you know? And I just kind of want to give my little, you know, spoof on alcohol here, which is that thing. It's like, if you, if you are, if you do drink, if you don't drink, then it's not any big deal. Right. But if mm-hmm. you do like alcohol and you do consume alcohol, like the holidays are the time to enjoy it. Right. It's a time where you're with family, you're with friends. It's time to bust out that fancy bottle of wine, maybe spend a little bit extra money, maybe make some good cocktails, you know, have, you know, something special there. That's fine. Um, you are not going to gain a bunch of weight from drinking alcohol. What you're going to gain the weight from is just kind of doing that drinking alcohol and then just the mindless eating that goes along with it. Exactly. It's not the alcohol that's doing it. It's the mindless eating that's going along with the alcohol. So if you enjoy a good drink, just like you would like, again, cut the crap. Don't, don't make those sugary margaritas. Like if you're pouring tequila and then the pre-made mix from Ralph's in your cup to make it up, that's going to add on the calories. There's a ton of sugar in that. But if you're making a, you know, lime, triple sec, tequila, really good margarita, or if you're having a nice bottle of wine, that's not going to pack on tons of extra pounds and calories during the holidays. Right. And then the last thing I just wanted to mention about um, food in general is this is the time of year also where I think not only do we feel this kind of like the negative stuff being like, oh, I feel kind of guilty or I feel bloated or I feel whatever, but literally people will eat. And by people, I mean also myself, I will eat myself to the point where I am physically ill, right? You finish a meal and you're like, oh my God, I actually regret what I just put in my mouth because <laughs> physically my stomach could not handle any more food. You have to eat it all. Right? But you have to. So just one, one strategy to think about is, am I mean, I and this is, this is for, <laughs> but also like my eyes are always bigger than my stomach. Always. I look at that mountain of mashed potatoes and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to pack that. Mm," Right. Just like the entire plate of mashed potatoes. Right. And then I get through half of it and I'm like, "Mm, I may have made a small error, but now I'm committed. So I have to go through with it. So my big tip, this is Addie's big tip because I have to tell this to myself every time that I make up a plate is to just start with smaller portions, even smaller than you think that you want. You can always go back. You're not going to run out of food probably. Like <laughs> chances are at a family dinner or a friend dinner or whatever it is. Thanksgiving dinner where they're like, are, we're out of food. You're Sorry. unlikely to run out of food. So right. 
get smaller portions. And then if you love it, go back and get the stuff you love again. Right. Yeah. Um, Anyway. So, so um, yeah, hopefully that kind of ran through with you kind of the food, right. Right. And what those, what we can do about food. Um, So we were talking about alcohol and it was actually a really good segue into our next problem, which is social events involving usually alcohol and then especially social events that involve alcohol and snack food. I know. I know. There's so many, there's so many social events and things during this time of year. Like I always feel, excuse me. Uh, so during this time of year, like it's like I can't even go to everything because they overlap and everything else and you want to be here and there and there. So but this is the time to, you know, spend that little bit extra time with family or friends and doing everything else. Right. So what are the tips on social events to get through to say, like, I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to have fun and I'm not going to look back and feel like I'm depriving myself, but I am going to kind of keep it under wraps. Mm-hmm. What do we do, Addie? So I would say, again, this is similar to the last one, but make a choice, right? Make a strong choice. Decide what you want to do. Are you going to drink? Are you going to snack? And make a strong choice here. So we always, this is ridiculous, but they always, we always say this in acting. There are no bad choices. There are just weak choices. So when you as a character, sorry, small, small it's sidebar. Okay. Sidebar like analogy. Small sidebar. Um, there are no bad choices. They're just weak choices, right? So if you decide that your character in a scene is... Um, trying to get something from the other character. Maybe they're trying to get them to, to give you money or something. Cause you really want, I don't know, a kitten for just in case. Um, and you decide that you're going to be sad, right? You're just going to be sad and you're going to ask for the kitten. That's a weak choice, right? You're just kind of like, uh, are you going to have, how about you throw a tantrum? How about you throw a giant weeping tantrum? Right? <laughs> so you watch it actor, you might be like, that's ridiculous, but at least it's a strong choice. So make strong choices. So make strong choices. I'm going to eat this and I'm going to own it or, hey. Or I'm not. I'm not. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. So I, say, I think that's a good good thing. Yeah. You know, and, and I think a lot of your regrets come from like. Just lack of control. Yeah. Just being like, I didn't know what to do. So I just, I don't know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so look at your schedule. I mean, we're going to have tons of parties, right? That doesn't mean that I'm not going to say, hey, like, you know, like for example, at our holiday party, um, you know, we'll have food and we'll have drinks and when you're one of the trainers, everybody and their mom wants to buy you a drink, right? And it's hard for me to say no when I bust someone's butt in the gym all year and make them work really hard and make them achieve things. And they're like, I want to buy you a drink. It's hard for me to say, sorry, I'm not drinking tonight, right? We're not going to do that. Um, so I'm going to say, hey, that's yeah, one of the nights. you just have to say no if they say, hey, I'm going to buy you a flaming double shot. Yeah, flaming double shot, maybe not. But those are the, some of those nights where it's like, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have some drinks. I'm going to have some food. And I'm going to enjoy myself. And I'm going to own it up, kind of that. But does that mean I'm going to do that every single day? No. Choose the parties that you want to. And if you do, you know, one or two or three parties where you're kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, you're kind of like, these are the ones where I'm going to really kind of let loose a little bit and enjoy myself. That's okay, right? That's a choice and that and that does that. Um, and I think that that's enough. If you're the person that's like, I'm going to be perfect during the holidays, I'm not going to drink very much, I'm not going to eat anything unhealthy, like you're not going to enjoy yourself, right? Yeah, you might feel like you're depriving yourself. No, so you don't want to deprive yourself, but you also want to keep it under wraps and make sure that you're not drinking seven days out of the week, right? And you're not snacking seven days out of the week. Those are the things that really kind of set us over. Exactly. So once you've made this strong choice, whichever way it is, say, you know, two, two of these parties I'm going to have drinks and the other two I'm not, whatever it is, right? Now you have to make a plan. So if you decide at this party, I'm not going to drink. Or maybe I'm, hey, I'm going to or drink, I am going to drink and I'm not going to eat the crappy food that's there. Right. So say, say right. it is I don't want to drink. Right. Then make a plan. Have, go to, be, the, be the first one to go to the bar. Go to the bar, get your soda water with lime, and have no one bug you about what you're drinking, right? right? That's one of the good things to do. If you are not, if you are going to drink, okay, decide what what is it that I want to have. Like, don't end up, 
I wrote this down. This is really good. <laughs> Don't end up with Jaeger bombs just because you couldn't decide what you wanted earlier on in the I night. Know, right. Right. Oh, I'm nervous. What, what's the guy drinking next to me? He's having a Jaeger bomb. I'll two. Make it two. Make it two. Don't do it. Don't do <laughs> Don't it. Just do stay it. away from that. Unless you're in college, in which case, as many as you can handle. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just kidding. And then, of course, make a plan for food, right? Are you going to indulge? Do you know? Like, maybe there's a taco truck coming to your party and you know you love tacos from that taco truck. Great. Be like, I'm going to have... Say they're small. They're little tacos. I'm going to have four tacos max on those little corn tortillas. There you go. Then yeah. have those four tacos and you're set to go. Or do you, a lot of these holiday parties too, they just say, they say light appetizers, right? And they start at like six or seven. Mm-hmm. And what they end up being is these cheese filled croissants and fried goods and whatever else. And you didn't eat because you were getting ready and you're starving. And, and now you've eaten twice as many calories with a little bit of food as you have. And they're really not that good when they're walking around these cold hors d'oeuvre platters that mention, they're serving. Croissants have more butter in them literally equal parts butter and flour so just keep that right and so the best they're thing delicious you can do, when they're good right but so they're probably not in this case right and so your plan might be hey if the party's serving appetizers but not dinner let me eat a healthy dinner and then go eat and before. if you want to try one or two appetizers it's not going to kill you mm-hmm. but you're not chasing the guy around who has the meatballs trying to like you know hey over here over here <laughs> hey wait 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 don't forget me you know yeah I and find not myself only doing that, that is if you haven't eaten and you're eating all this crappy food and you're drinking yep. you might end up in an embarrassing situation yeah for work the next day so make keep out making out the office party that's not where i was going with that oh, but sorry. okay that i was just gonna say you fell over but that was a seinfeld episode sorry of course nice. it was. yes of course it was anyway and the last thing to remember too is when you're going to these social events like it's the holidays okay don't dwell don't, don't dwell. dwell don't feel guilty it's not worth it. don't get on it if you got off one night next day wake up couple make a couple eggs get a good breakfast go on a hike get a workout in yep. right move you'll on, be fine move on. you're in fine All right. So next one. So this is a really, we just heard this from a lot of people and we definitely hear it from each other. Um, A couple of things having to do with our wonderful families and their feelings about everything that we do. And friends for that matter. Family and and friends and and their feelings. Because sometimes friends can be worse than family. Right, right, right. So we we like, we love our family. We love our friends. We love the friends that make up our extended family, right? Right. But, But they often have a lot of feelings. About the yep. choices that we make, yeah. especially during the holidays, and very especially regarding food, right? Especially if you own a gym. They have right. strong feelings towards you for right. some reason. Right. for they some do. reason. So these yep. feelings and the, the very delicate ways that our like family members like to express them to us right. um, often cause lapses in our healthy routines, right? They get right. to you. So yeah. how do we how do we handle it? Well, first of all, I think for, let's it's the holidays, so let's all just, you know, take a step back and let's forgive our families a little, even the most vocal ones that you might want to you know, strangle at times. Um, and remember that sometimes them being negative has nothing to do with us and it's their own insecurity. And I find this and I actually mm-hmm. feel bad for it sometimes. So someone might not be happy with their exercise routine, how they look, that type of thing. And so they want to make it seem like what, how you look and your choices are actually poor choices when actually they're good choices. So just take yeah. a deep breath, forgive them remember and that. just move on. Move remember on. that. Right. Exactly. Um, so, you know, do be kind, be kind to them, but also, you know, Feel free to tell people when it's appropriate in your family or your friends to kind of shove off, yeah. you know, a little bit. Like I you're, you're say bu- shove off, I but mean, in a nice way, yeah. Well, okay, buzz off. How's that? Is that better? <laughs> no, shove off's fine, shove but off's I wouldn't fine. say buzz Maybe off. Maybe say. Either. I know what you're say saying. That. Yes, but but your body is yours, right? If you if you want to have a mountain of mashed potatoes and like skip the ham or whatever it is, then it's up to you. If you want to have mostly vegetables or no dessert or skip the drinks or whatever, and you get like this glare from Mount Mildred. You know, actually, I have a great aunt Mildred, and I think she was an incredible woman. And I only met her once, and she was fabulous. So I apologize that I used that name. <laughs> she's looking at you right now. I know. Well, she's yeah. Anyway, she's really cool. Um, remember that if you do, um, 
choose to indulge, it's totally your choice. It's not, it shouldn't be like backward guilt about other people feeling right. bad, right? You shouldn't decide to eat the, the green bean casserole to make someone feel better about the fact that they're not making choices that are as healthy as yours. True. Does that make and, sense? Yeah, you know, it, makes, it makes sense. It's a little bit complicated, but you know, it's like you're going to make the choices you want to make. And so here's a strategy that I like to use too, is that, you know, someone's going to make you feel really guilty. Oh, you're a health nut. Oh, you, you, you can have a little bit of pie. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to do this. They're pretty granola over there in uh, Berkeley. I know, right? Yeah. So what I like to say is a good technique for me is, is like, you know what, that tastes so good and I love so much of that. But when I eat a ton of that, like it's the next day, I just feel horrible. It's just like, it's not worth it to overeat or say, I got to pick and choose the days or I eat st- a bunch of stuff like that because the next day is just not worth it. It makes me feel kind of like crap if I like wake up in the morning. So I kind of use those strategies or also if it's someone who you can joke a little bit with and you can get away with it, maybe not like necessarily the mother-in-law, but if it's someone like a, you know, an uncle or whatever, you know, just say, you know what? I tried this new strategy. I ate really healthy and really clean and I feel amazing. You wouldn't believe it. You should try it. It's kind of like a little <laughs> joke, a little side in there. And you know, usually that just gets them to be like, okay, I get your point. Like I'll move on. And yeah. you know, so that's kind of, or what I, I mean, use. just start talking about how it affects your digestive system and everyone will pretty quickly. Show yeah. Up that's that another one. good way. Well, it gives me explosive diarrhea. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> well friends, but there are some friends and relatives that can be like a little bit trickier, right? They're People who are – you don't really want to be really rude to them and you can't really yeah. just be like mind drone beeswax. Especially if they're not super close family or friends. Yeah, you, you can't you quite gotta, just be like right, leave me I'm, alone. Yeah. Sometimes you can you can use like dietary restrictions. It's okay to tell people like, you know, I mean like, oh, won't you have some green bean casserole? And I can go, oh, you know, I'm actually allergic to mushrooms. So that cream of mushroom just makes me feel really, you know – not okay. So sorry. You know, maybe be better than hurting the feelings of whoever made it. If or it's just your joking friend, sister's new boyfriend. Dietary restriction. You know, that doesn't work with me really, really well. Like, you know what? That just, you know, or a little soft comment to someone saying that just, you know, I love that, but it really hurts my digestive system. And I don't want to be in the bathroom later. That usually is a little bit awkward enough that it just cuts the conversation right Yeah, there. and it's not it's not rude, right? It's You're not, not telling them you don't like their food. You're just saying, oh, you know. And then, of course, if you do have friends that you're close to and you, you can be more honest with, you don't have to be, you know, rude about it. You can just say, you know, I don't like turkey that much right. or, you know, what, I'm just not drinking tonight. I'm driving or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. And then I think, um, you know, another one of the things that I'll kind of use this is, you know, who's, we've all been there, right? Where we're standing around, we're serving ourselves up and someone's like your aunt, uncle, mother, grandmother, in-laws, whoever, they're like scooping on your plate, right? They're like, oh, here, get some of this. You got to try that. You got to, and it's like, you get in that situation like, okay, okay, okay. You're also like, I'm not five years old, so I don't know why this is happening to me, right. but how do I handle it? <laughs> I'm not five anymore, but they're still making my plate for me. Yep. Another good strategy, just put a teeny bit of every little thing on your plate. That way you're not being rude, right? A you're going to sample the single potato, right? You're sampling <laughs> everything. If they're like, well, what are you doing? Just say, hey, I want to try everything because I want to know what I want to go back for. And then when you hate the green bean casserole and there's like two green beans on your plate and then you can, you know, eat a little bit of everything and try it and then, you know, stand back up. And by the time you go get the things that you really want, the good healthy stuff there or the things that you decide you're going to eat that day and you pick those up and you come back down you know to the table now they've forgotten they've moved on so that's do the true. little sample size and then go back for what you really want that's what i, I do have to now that we've mentioned green bean casserole like 25 times yeah. and how much i don't like it there is a part of it i really like it's when you make the little fried onions that you put on top <laughs> and last year i was actually in paris for thanksgiving which is was amazing and wonderful and my friend was making these her little like homemade hand battering and frying these little tiny onions and i could not Stop eating. Well, real French so fries good. are good, but if you're talking about the French fry out of the can, so you're just well, going to put those. Well, not only were they French fried, they were French fried in Paris. I mean, how can you? eating 
potato chips out of a can. Oh god! But oh my! But they were so fresh; they were so good. Anyway, okay, moving on. <laughs> so from the food part, and he's not gonna have green bean casserole. She's gonna have French fried. Just onions. the French. Oh, I gotta okay. eat them today. Gotcha. All right. So moving on. Next problem. Back to your family, poor friends, and their feelings specifically about you ditching them for a workout. Right. It's not all based on food, too. Remember, you gotta stay you know fit during the holidays too. Yep. So like so you know when they ask these questions like but. It's family time. Why would you go work out? We're going to have Christmas cookies and hot chocolate. You know, like holidays are really, really family-centric and friend-centric time. And a lot of times, especially like family members who are visiting, take up a lot of your time, right? You go to work, you come home, there they are. I know. You go drop off your kids, you come home, there they are. They're like, what are we doing? Right? So, you know, why should you keep your workouts going? Why should that not be the thing that you drop off when you feel like you have to take care of these people? Right. And especially when you're out of out of your routine, like if you're out of work or whatever else, sometimes people actually find they have more time and they work out less. Keep your habits going as long as you can. It doesn't mean you're not going to miss workouts, but keep going to the gym. Keep your routine. Keep your workouts. The more you do that, it's great. We're all going to miss. Skip a few workouts in here. We're going to miss, but those habits are really what's going to you know, set you in to do that. And I guarantee you, you know, you can, you'll miss some, but the more you can get to, the better you're going to feel in the long run. So just stay in that routine as long as best you can. Right, right, right. And don't, you know, it. don't beat yourself up and feel really guilty if you miss a couple. Like it's not the end of the world. But at the same time, try and keep that balance in your mind of like, okay, maybe I'm not going to make it to six workouts this week, but I can still make it to three. And yeah. here's when I'm going to do them, right? right? Plan them out, put them in your day. Um, so a couple strategies to actually make it to your workouts that you might have to tweak a little bit, right? Go early. Yeah. Go before your family members even get I up. I know it's nice when you're out of school, but a lot of times if you go work out, you know, 6, 7 a.m., like people are still mulling around. That's by the time you get your workout in and done, you'll be home and you can you fr- cook up a good breakfast for everyone. Put your pajamas back exactly. on and they'll never even know. And you feel so much better than just waking up and being groggy in the morning. So mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. Another one, invite them. Invite your family and friends. I know I said that like a dare. I didn't mean I to. Know. <laughs> well, at Rise Up Fitness, so it's no joke if, you, if you're if a member of our gym that we're, t- we're topping the workouts and we like that. So, so one of our members' favorite thing to do is, is they've adapted. They've all been there. They've made it hard, but they love to invite their out-of-town family and friends to mm. come to their workouts and say, hey, just come to my workout. It's a lot of fun. It's whatever else. And so, you know, we say that like it's a dare, but they come in and a lot of times people don't have any idea what kind of workouts that we really do. So it's a lot of fun to kind of get them in during the holidays um, and do that. But my thing is, is involvement, right? Yeah. Involvement. You're sharing it with them. This is important to you. It. Taking care of yourself is important to you. Right. It's, you know, I, I, we say this all the time in the holidays, like partially in jest, but really also because it is like, give the gift of fitness. Be right. like, this is an important part of my life Yep. because it's helping me take care of myself so that I have this time to spend with my family. So I'm healthy enough to take care of you yeah. and, and fly you, to see you. Yeah, you don't have to feel guilty that you're going to work out if you invite them to come. Even if they reject you and say no, you still invited them to come, right? So you can invite them to your workout routine, what you normally do. Another thing is there's always a turkey trot in every little big city. There's at least one. We have like two here and one the weekend before. We have like three turkey trots in Santa Barbara. Just trotting everywhere. Just trotting, trotting everywhere. Trotting all over the place. So go do it. They don't have to be a runner. You can a 5K, three miles. Can you walk three miles? Yeah, it'll take them a half an hour. You go run the 10K, they end the 5K, whatever it is. So invite them, challenge them to come do that. You can do that. They won't do that. A hike, right? Do a hike. Do something outside. Get them outside. Get them some active where you can have fun. You can be active, and you can get them moving too. So that'll kind of, I think, take the guilt away a little bit from there. Did I tell you about that? The Twitter thing that I saw where the girl was like, she tweeted, she was like, my greatest fear is that I'll marry into a family that does 5Ks on holiday. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, that's good. Yeah, don't want to be that, right? Don't don't marry into the family that's going to make you run a five or ten k. But then that family will probably outlive all the other families, right? Probably. probably. That could be a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Well, this is also, and again, like in the end, this is another be honest moment, right? Right, right. Be honest with your family, and if someone like looks down their nose and says, "Are you really going to go work out right now?" with that particular tone that we've all received at one point in our lives, be like, "Yes, I really am. It's yep. really important to me. I'll see you in an hour." Right. You know, like they'll survive. They'll survive. One way or another. Okay. What's our next problem, Maddie? Leftovers. Oh, man. Leftovers, leftovers, leftovers. Um, You know, you who has leftovers over Thanksgiving dinner? Pretty much. No one. Pretty much all people who cook Thanksgiving dinner. We make so much food. It's ridiculous. So what do you do? Well, first of all, if you're like me or whoever else it is, you end up with, you know, 6.523 gallons of mashed potatoes in your fridge the day after Thanksgiving. 6.523? Yeah, well, that was just an average of the last three and years. And you measure your measured. potatoes in gallons? Yes, in gallons. Are they that liquidy? I could measure them in a gross. Okay. No, in gallons. So you have so much leftover food, right? You so can always I, give me the mashed potatoes. You could, but I, you're still not going to eat six gallons, or maybe you would. But I well, always have this feeling of like, you can't waste it. You can't waste yep. food. I hate wasting food. I also hate wasting so food. So then I end up piling mashed potatoes on for the next three days on my plate. Why would you do that? You don't need all those mashed potatoes. doesn't mean don't save a little bit of leftovers. doesn't mean don't eat them, you know, a couple more servings over the next couple of days. But what do we do, Addy? What do we do with well, all those leftovers? Well, there are a great number of things you can do. Um, they all fall under the general label. Well, first, you enjoy National Pie for Breakfast Day, which is Friday morning. And then... You can give them all away. Okay. So give them to – send them home with your relatives. Take them to the office. Let somebody else eat the office stuff. Right. <laughs> um, that's terrible. Um, deliver them to a friend who loves mashed potatoes like okay. me. You know, um, there are a whole bunch of different things you can do with them. Don't feel compelled if they're in your fridge that they are the last place they will be in. Either they have you have to eat them or they go in the garbage, yeah. right? There you know are a bunch I, of different ones. I put – we put stuff in plastic bags too, in like Ziplocs, like mm-hmm. double bag to put mashed and everything else. And then when you drive around, you see people who are less fortunate and homeless standing out. Just like hand them, hand it to them, give it to them. You know, they're, I mean, they want, they are deserving of a meal too. And are you going to, you know, do you want those extra pounds on you or would you rather give to someone who actually could use the nourishment and needs the food? So there's that. And then there's also, um, there are lots of ways in, I've looked this up a little bit in Santa Barbara, which is obviously where we are. Um, but in a lot of different towns, they have specific guidelines for donating prepared food. Um, and there are places that you can go and donate prepared food. So yeah. if you, th- if you're thinking you're going to have a lot of food left over, which a lot of times we do take a second, do a quick, like 10 minute Google search. That's what I did. There are a few places, um, in Santa Barbara that will give you these guidelines ahead of time. So you can say, okay, I need, you know, make sure I have this kind of Tupperware and it has to be sealed and I'm going to stick it in the freezer right after Thanksgiving dinner. And then you can go and donate them to these places that will actually accept them, um, and be able to give them to people who need them. So yeah, lots of different donate. ways to do that. So those, I think, are our are strategies. So we kind of went over that. What's the food? You know, what do we do with the family versus working out and versus, um, you know, obviously with the, the eating holidays or, I mean, sorry, the... Eating holidays? Not eating holidays. Well, we went through eating. That was, you know, the kind of the first problem. And then and then we went through the social events, right? Mm-hmm. And then we went through what to do with the family. So what do you mm-hmm. do with the family on the food aspect and then also what to do with the family on the workout aspect um, and then get rid of your leftovers. So I think those are the major problems people run into. And again, like just to summarize everything... We're all about enjoying the holidays. It doesn't mean don't drink. It doesn't mean you have to eat 100% perfectly healthy. It just means let's like be smart about it, right? Let's mm-hmm. enjoy the times we need to, and let's stay in our routine most of the time too. Or, yeah. You know, the vast well, almost majority everyone of in the gym like knows that I'm obsessed with pie and have been talking about it for like four weeks straight, and will continue to to do so. But that doesn't mean that when I make my three pies for Thanksgiving, I'm of course I'm going to have a piece of each one, and I'm you know I'm going to get rid of the leftovers, and I'm going to enjoy sharing them with my friends and family and 
that's something that brings me joy to like right. make this food that I love to make. I love to eat and to share it with the people that I really love. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to be like, okay, well, throw in the towel. I'm going to eat everything else unhealthy. I'm going to eat the Velveeta cheese. I'm going right. to eat everything just because I like to do this thing with pie. Right. I'm going to eat everything. And you know, I'm not going to work out for four yeah. weeks because it's too hard. Yeah. You know? So what we want you to do it's it. not rise all or up. nothing. Exactly. Enjoy the holidays. Uh, try not to put on all that extra weight. And really, I want you guys feeling good in January. That's the key. He's like, I don't want you feeling like looking in the mirror being like, oh, man, I don't feel I don't, I don't feel great. I don't look great. You know, my energy's down. We want you feeling good. Okay. Right. All right. So we did have a couple questions um, from members. So we're going to go ahead and answer these questions. But this is always a fun part. So if you're an uh, avid listener, um, you know, we always post on social media before we do a podcast if you want to ask a I question. I hope we have avid listeners. I hope we have avid listeners. We should by now. The downloads look like it. So we'll see. So You know, both we're my parents listen to this. Yeah. Hi, and guys. I love you. <laughs> love you, mom and dad. Actually, my mom did too. Actually, Did time. she? Oh, hi, Kathy. Our parents love us. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so let's, um, why don't you, uh, some rally off some questions and let's, uh, address those. All right. So, um, if I'm trying to eat really healthy, um, and I'm thinking about going out for a couple cocktails at night, should I eat less, um, at the meals and snacks that day? Yeah. So that's a good question. You hear this a lot, right? It's like, oh, I'm not going to eat because I'm going to save my calories for the alcohol. Right. And that's just the silliest thing ever. Um, the idea would be is maybe that means I don't have a pizza for lunch and fried chicken before I go out for cocktails. Dang it. But no, you shouldn't eat less, okay? If anything, you should, if you're going out for cocktails, you should eat the same amount or more volume of food because you don't want to be out on an empty stomach. That's never a recipe for anything good. Never a recipe for success because once, we all, we all know what happens. If you right. drink on an empty stomach, right, you feel the effects a lot faster. But two, you feel the effects of being hungry and then your body, which is now, you know, drunk, is going to be like, ooh. I'm going to eat your inhibitions are down crap, a little right? bit and it's really easy to so do that. So ordering a pizza sounds amazing yep. and eating the whole thing in one go sounds amazing. So and putting all this ranch on it sounds amazing. Yeah. Right. So our advice, don't save the calories for the drinks. Our advice on this question is eat very healthy during the day. And when you're going out for cocktails, you've had a, I've eaten very healthy. I've taken care of my body today. I've replenished it to go out with my friends. I have a few cocktails. No big deal. And that's one of those planning decisions and you make before you're going to go out. Yep. So, and like really scientifically, good. if you're worried about, the extra calories. It's like we're talking about one or two big meals is not going to be the thing that does it. Same thing with if you go out for a few drinks. Going out for drinks that night is not going to be the thing that does no, it. No. For me, it would be going out for a few drinks and then eating two complete medium pizzas. Right. Yes. Which you've done. I, I have. Okay. Not in a while, but yes. On it's that happened. topic, what's the lowest impact alcoholic drink? I mean, I'm oh. just saying you went to UCSB, so... What's the low? It's true. What's the lowest impact ca- alcoholic drink? Okay, this is another good well, question. People, low. I think, and let me just clarify. I'm pretty sure lowest impact means on your waistline. I, I and was doesn't assuming mean, alcoholic know, content. Right. <laughs> yes, that's what I was assuming too. So we'll go off that. Um, lowest, but if you want the lowest impact alcoholic drink, I'd say Coors Light has the least amount of. I was just gonna alcohol. say. It's like water. Water. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, um, for alcoholic drinks, I think people get a little bit too much into this. Okay, my. My recommendation for people is really it doesn't make that much of a difference between what alcohol you're drinking as long as you're not putting added sugar in your drinks. That's the big thing is it's usually 9 out of 10, not the the alcohol. alcohol, It is the mixer. Okay. So if you're having like peppermint hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps, which is delicious by the way, that's like an entire dessert. Yes. Or more. That could be more calories than your dinner if you have a couple of those. But... Um, for instance, so people want to harp on the calories in wine versus beer versus hard alcohol and everything else. Really, it's really close. Okay, so wine, um, yes, it does have a little residual sugar, but not that much sugar in it, comparatively speaking. It's basically like a salad. Right. Any kind of, of alcohol, fruit. you're like, I'm going to drink 
light alcohol versus dark alcohol because light alcohol is versus less calories. Um, that's like eating half a potato chip difference over the course of a week or something like that. It's a, it's absolutely negligible. Okay. So those don't Unless matter. Unless you're eating men drinking many bottles of it, which I hope that you're not. Well, that's a hangover thing, but that's yes. not calories. Yes. So, so those don't really matter what it is. Now, what can we do? So some beers are, do have more calories. Obviously some beers do, they're heavier or whatever else it is. Well, then volume wise, you drink more volume and liquid when you're drinking beer. Correct. And usually the beers that have more calories are a little heavier beer too. They have more alcohol content. People tend to drink less of those heavier beers than a lighter beer anyway. So it kind of balances out. Like a stout. Right. Like so a Guinness. I would say it doesn't really matter what kind of alcohol you drink as long as you're not doing the, uh, the sugar, which what is that? Well, the margarita mix that you buy at the store, that is a crazy amount of sugar. The you're hot chocolate. You're a lot on margarita mix. I don't know. That just comes to my head. But you can do that with any, anything, right? Any of the kind of those mixed drinks also have a lot of sugar. Because you think margaritas are the best. Yeah, you know, they are. So Mai Tai, <laughs> you have margaritas, you know, if you get a Mai Tai, any of those sugary, syrupy things, you know, those are just, stay away from them. Like a candy cane martini. I don't know that it exists, but I'm pretty sure it does. Oh, uh, they do. Yeah. And those things, same A fotini. My father would call it a fotini. Right. It's not a real martini. But if you're going with your, you know, your standard, you know, vodka soda, you know, whatever, even a gin and tonic, tonic's got a little bit of sugar in it. But if you're going with a strong gin and tonic and you have a one or two, that's not going to kill you. So and don't worry too much about that. it helps protect against malaria. Yeah, there you go. Not the gin, unfortunately. The and that's a big problem in Santa Barbara malaria. You know what? You never know. <laughs> Every little bit helps. All right. But yeah, if you want the the straight answer, probably like, you know, my go-to is vodka soda with lime. Yep. I like that. It's I know exactly what I'm getting when I get it, you know. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next one. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like my family or extended family. Is there any appropriate way to leave before dinner? So I kind of hope this was a joke. It was anonymous, but it may not be because I know well, there's some of you that... Well, it could also apply to something you feel obligated to go to that isn't your idea of the so, best time. So I don't know who asked this question, but I'm going to call her Susie. I'm sorry, Susie, but in all honesty, there is no appropriate way to leave before Thanksgiving dinner in a manner. Unless, if of course, you yes. tell... If, if you, you have said already yes, said, you will be there for dinner. Unless, of course, you tell the entire family that you have explosive diarrhea and that you're feeling that twice, sick. Yeah. I know. And that you have to leave. You know, I mean, if you're, you know, I mean, obviously, if you're standing in the bathroom and you kind of, you know, have your pants down around your ankles and you're sticking your head out asking for a plunger, they may let you leave before dinner. But Yeesh. then you're going to embarrass yourself. So hopefully that was kind of a joke question. But I think you'll make it through, Susie. Mm-hmm. Make it make it one of those days that you're going to actually have a few glasses of wine and everything will go a little easier. Well, you know, and you know, if your question pertains more to like, okay, like you you go to those events sometimes that go on and on and on, and you feel poorly again about like, you know, maybe your family makes you feel like you should stay there, and they want to open presents, and they want to do this after this after this after this, and it's like 9 p.m. and you're like, okay, I got here at 5:30 and it's really time to go home, but I don't want to be rude, right? You know, then maybe it's maybe it's time to say, oh, you know, my I, I've got a little bit of a headache from from all that wine, so I think it's time to go. Or, oh, you know, you know, fill in child's name is about to have a tantrum. I can just see it in their eyes, so we better skedaddle. Yeah. You know, it, it's okay to use those little. I think you have to be there. and You have to have the appropriate amount of time. You have to enjoy yourselves too. But I think that you know, we even if the family is expecting everyone to stay for you know all eternity, that doesn't always happen. So that's okay. Yeah. And also don't you know. Uh, don't be that guest where everyone else in the entire house is left and everything's cleaned up and they're standing in the kitchen and you're the one that's still drinking their vodka and not yeah, moving. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Yeah. When everyone else kind of starts to exit, you know, graciously thank them and, you know, be on your way. Yep. All right. I think we got one time for one more question here, Addie. Give me a good one. All right. No, I want to answer this one. I just read okay, it. Okay. You want you me to read it? Yeah, yeah, you ask it. Okay. Uh, last question. Um, I love the holiday Starbucks drinks. They are so yummy. 
are they really that bad for you? Yes. Yes, they are. I'm so sorry to say it. I know. Here's okay. Here's what you have to know about the Starbucks holiday drinks. This is what I talk when I talk to people about their favorite kinds of coffee because I love coffee. I'm a coffee fiend. So does Kyle actually. Um, I'm just I drink a lot of coffee every day, right? And I talk to people a lot during the simple 30 dollars stuff where they say, oh, I'm really worried I won't be able to have my coffee. And I'm like, hmm, why are you worried you won't be able to have your coffee? What do you put in it? And they go, oh, well, I put in this much cream, this much sugar. I put whipped cream on it. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, that, yeah, no, that's probably something you should right. avoid, right? Because when you go from coffee to three desserts in a cup, that's just what you have to understand that what those drinks are, right? So if that's your daily coffee... And you have that coffee every single day, you know, since November 2nd when Red Cup season started all the way until January 1st. That's where your holiday waking has got to come from because those are not cups of coffee. They are cups of cream, sugar, and chocolate. And pumps and syrup. Right? So that's that's what you need to know what they are. Does that mean that you can't get one and enjoy it and be like, I'm, because you better believe I'm going to go get a peppermint mocha and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the chocolate syrup. I'm going to enjoy the whipped cream. Definitely not. Enjoy all of it. I can understand. But I'm also going to know in my mind and have this in my head that this is my big indulgence for probably like multiple days because it is probably going to be like, you yeah, know, and if you want the proof in, if they're the really the impact of two desserts in, yeah. in sugar and calories, and if you want to prove that they're really that bad for you, just go look. You can see on those calorie counts on some of those holiday drinks, like they six do, to they put eight hundred calories. Yeah. Like that's a full meal, and you're drinking that. And so the idea is that if this is one of your favorite things, it's like I'm not going to say don't ever have one of those yeah, during the year. Go and enjoy it. But if you normally go and get and drink black coffee or whatever, and then you're drinking these on a daily basis, you're essentially adding another meal during the holiday season to it. So. Are they that bad for you? Yes. And I know they can make them, oh, well, I get a skinny, you know, bubble peppermint, whatever. Okay, well, they might have peppermint the... mocha with no whip. Exactly. So now It's those... not worth it without the whipped cream. Actually, whipped cream doesn't add that many calories. Those may seem like better or less calories, which they are, but now you're doing artificial sweeteners in your drink. And so that's another problem. So that's not good for you to have on a regular basis either. So our thing is, is if you love those Starbucks drinks, get them, but don't, they don't replace your morning coffee. Don't get them every day. Exactly. Enjoy one or two. Look at it as an indulgence and not the routine during the holidays. You season. just, yeah. The number one thing is you just have to face what they are, which is like dessert times two. And that's fine. And once you get that in your head, it doesn't, it doesn't go in the, you know, when they had, they used to have like the breakfast cereal ads and it goes, you're part of a balanced breakfast. It's not your part of a balanced <laughs> breakfast. Okay. There is no part about it that is balanced unless you're deciding again, like we said, you make a plan. You're like, I love Starbucks holiday drinks more than anything in the world. So I need to have one on this day. Make a plan for that. Don't, you know, be like, oh, I love them. So I'm going to have one every day of the week for the next month and a half. Right. I agree. Well, um, I think that pretty much wraps up the show. I think we had some good questions on there. I think so. Um, Yeah. And hopefully we give you a little good guide to the holiday season. And hopefully this helps you guys out, at least resonates with you guys a little bit. Um, We hope to... Obviously, see those of you who are members in class during the holiday season a lot. Have some fun. Enjoy it. I'm so sad no one asked about pie crust. I opened the door so many times to people asking about pie crust. We can have you give a little, maybe on the next one, we can have you give a little. I can't talk about it. Well, that's too bad. Well, I'll have to report on how all my pie crust goes here. Right. And we're going to have a holiday party of our own. So um, December 15th, was it? Yeah, December, December 15th. 15th. So we're so excited. That'll be all our, our holiday party. So we're excited to you know, kind of hang out with all you guys and members and friends and family are always welcome to those things. So that'll be our chance to kind of let loose a little bit and just kind of, you know, something fun to do with our members. Yep. So. And remember that we are here for you too during this holiday season. So, you know, I know a lot of times that uh, workouts are the place where people de-stress and things de-stress like that. So yeah. if you need to come into the gym and 
just vent a little bit and you know all that then by all means if you want to come and bring your family we'd love to meet them yeah you know we're there for you guys so um yeah we, okay. we're wishing you all a happy and healthy holiday season and we look forward to seeing you at in the gym and at the holiday party soon yep thanks